Start off with that. So we got ritual. This is a zero proof tequila alternative. By drinkers for drinkers and everyone else, made for margaritas, made for margaritas with a grassy body and clean fire of tequila, but no alcohol or calories. So whether you're downshifting, making a baby on <laughs> making a baby on call, training for a marathon, or just have shit to do tomorrow. You can still enjoy the ritual. Best using cocktails, good for six months after opening. No refrigerator, no refrigeration required. This shit is interesting. It's alcohol-free alcohol. It's alcohol-free alcohol. And for years, I've wondered if anybody would come up with that. My review of it is needs Please. improvement. Needs okay, improvement. Um, like I'll say this: the the kick that you get from drinking a spirit or liquor is there. So yeah. it's very, it's almost like a, a, like a pepper bite, you know what I'm saying? And that stays with you. So I think that part of it actually gives you a dopamine response. So I could see exactly how this could be a good mixed drink substitute, especially if for, for guys or girls that just kind of want to be creepy grimy and be at a party and be like how come you're not drinking oh i got my own you, you don't seem i'm drunk i wouldn't like that's that. a, you know what i wouldn't do that no. wait that's amazing though <laughs> that's actually that's that would be a bloody experiment you give me an excuse it's to just act stupid at a fucking party that that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> and you would remember it see this is the one thing about being the sober one at the party is you remember everything that happens. Yep. And everybody's like, oh, you remember that? No, I don't remember. Like, I remember everything. Uh, yeah, I or you just be like, I don't remember shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you just make shit up anyway. Yeah. You, well, I mean, uh, you, can, you can use it as an excuse to fucking do a lot of fucked up shit. I mean, don't do anything fucked up like sexually assault somebody or or have some or take advantage of somebody and shit like that. That's kind right. of fucked up. Plus, it's never... When, when one person is more drunk than the other when engaging in sexual activity, it never goes off good. And the thing is, if you're drunk enough, you wouldn't even know who's who's more drunk than the other person, which is even more fucked right. up if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Like, who's gauging? Like, wait, are you more drunk than... I don't know, let's find out. Here's, a, here's, a, here's a simple math problem. It's like, yeah, like bring the breathalyzer right before you have sex. It's like you're yeah, testing we're, we're each other. <laughs> we're 0.18. Yeah, we're, we're pretty smashed. So let's combine. Exactly. Like they had a, they had a combined alcohol, uh, combined blood alcohol content. To collectively, they were drunk. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, well, it is funny. It's not funny. Yeah, I, I have a weird relationship with alcohol because... I grew up in a family that primarily abused it. There was there was no like recreational. Well, it yeah. was, but it was like every day on in in some parts of my family. It's like I mean, there's a difference was, between everyday drinking and everyday getting drunk. Well, you yeah, have a drink every, every day. day drunk. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like you have a drink every day. 
it's it's one thing. You get drunk every day and get like straight up wasted to the point where when you wake up the next day, you still feeling it. That, that's a that's an issue. That's an issue. Yeah. For sure. Um Shouts out to Easton Parkway, by the way. This is not Grand Army Plaza. The the background that I have today. Just wanted to bring a little bit of city life back while I'm on an island that seems to be blowing up in cases. Yeah, it's funny you said because I talked to a friend of mine yesterday and he and I were thinking about going to dinner tomorrow night. And he's like, hey, you want to go to this spot in your neighborhood? And I really wanted to go because I was like, ooh, they got outdoor seating, you know? Mm-hmm. But then the paranoia starts kicking in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't know if I should. And people are apparently getting or seeing more cases. And then we we talked to another friend of mine, see if he wanted to go. And he's like, I don't know about that because everything's going crazy. And then the weather is cold. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't think the outdoor seating is going to happen when it's like 30 degrees outside. Well, it's supposed to warm up this weekend. Well, I mean, I know we're talking about this weekend, but we're talking about going tomorrow night. No. So it would have been like 30 degrees. Anyway, we're postponing, that being said. Um, Just out of an abundance of caution, um, you know. uh, Anyway, in, in lighter news, um. I see that post from SpaceX, um, which I don't know if it's a perfect example, but it, to me, it it really is funny how certain, certain groups of people are so far beyond ignorance that gets peddled in the media or certain, you know, rhetoric or whatever that gets, uh, kind of imposed on people or pushed on people. And in other parts of life and, you know, whatever, like people are just moved on from that. And that's why I sent you that picture from SpaceX, which basically could not, it's four astronauts that got launched into space last Mm -hmm. night aboard a SpaceX rocket. And it couldn't be a more diverse group of people. You know what I mean? And it makes me laugh because any like I, I don't know if it's like a political thing. See, it does seem to be, but anyone that's pushing this political thing that people are like more prejudiced than ever is such a fucking piece of shit. Like it, I, I just it's bullshit. There's always gonna be people that do discriminate because of ignorance, but like for the most right. part, like do people really go out and just every day just like look for it well i know expect they, it, I know. expect it to be and then then you kind of create um uh you create a confirmation bias based on how you see the world and how you how you choose to see the world everything is racial everything is prejudice everything is bigot um everybody's like gender bias or whatever. I mean, here's, here's what I realized about the world is that mm-hmm. out of 7 billion people, 
there's something for everybody. And if people were just allowed to have that something, then we wouldn't be in such a fucked up predicament when trying to impose truths and values on other people. Um, I mean, there's certain things that if without consent, there's, there, there's no reason why that shit should even be. But when, if people actually agree to certain things, then just let them have it. If they want to like indulge in drugs and all that shit, let them have it. If they want to fornicate with like cotton fields or goats or whatever, let them have it. As long as it, that's the thing, as long as it's not affecting everybody else, let them have it. Let them eat cake. Let them eat goat. What what about the or the sheep? What I mean, but how do the animals feel about? No, oh, true. Well, I, I my thing is if like, if you can, if I mean, if your animal is your pet, I guess, and you, I mean, it gets sticky. Ew, I, I mean, you know something. <laughs> I, I, what, I'm just curious. What do you think about? What do you? I find it interesting when people like animals more than people. I mean, I guess you could say that, but. I, but really, I understand why. <clears throat> and it's well, unfortunate. I do, too. I do too, yes, and it is unfortunate. I mean, it's good. Pets are great. Like, animals are great because they don't, they don't um, think about thinking, at least as right. far as we can tell. So right. they're pretty, that's why they're pretty happy all the time. Yeah, they're usually in a moment. Or they're plotting to kill you like cats, but, you know, <laughs> what, what, um, what do you think? is going on there. I'm I'm just curious. I, I know what I think is going on there. When people just love animals so much more. Well I think um <coughs> the companionship is one thing. The laziness of not wanting to engage with other uh, social like it's it's really something to do with that. It's like I don't I don't want like, I don't want to do something hard. I don't want to, like, it's definitely a social thing where I, I'm trying not to be part of the crowd or, um, like, I don't feel like I fit in or I don't want to fit in. It's There's, there's a stubbornness or a laziness to it where it's like everybody's the same. I'd rather just have, I'd rather have somebody that I can control, something like that where you don't want conflict. Um, I want somebody who I can come home and will always love me. And then if I don't even love them at the, at that point, they'll still love me. Even if I'm, if I treat them like shit, it's, it's a little bit of yeah. that. I think it's a control thing. I think, I think it's a lot of that. And I also think it's, it's a means of having companionship that doesn't, it's like, it, if you listen to a lot of people, and it was kind of just a common thing to, to say, when people would say, I like pizza, don't judge me. Right. It's like, first of all, I, I'm going to bust everyone's bubble. When people 
trip about other people judging them. People don't think enough about them to even judge them, really. They're only pointing out to feel better about themselves if they yes. have an issue with it. So when people mm -hmm. say that all the time, don't judge me, it's like, I, I hate to, I like, I want to tell people, like, I hate to tell you, but nobody's thinking about you. Right, that's, like, that is I a narcissistic, egotistical kind of point of view. Don't judge me. Right. Don't give a fuck. I'm on my Stop judging. Stop ju it's like nobody's judging because nobody's even thinking about it. Like, right. they're, not, they're not worried, they're worried about themselves. Like, until um, you brought it up, I wasn't even thinking about it, but now, now that you brought it to my attention, you're an asshole. I, I think it will, and it leads back to uh, a subject we always touch on, which is going to lead to what I wanted to talk about tonight. Was also the the don't judge me um, dialogue. Plus, when people have pets or they love their pets more, where they don't really like people, it's because I think there is an element of don't like people don't want to improve they want to believe the way they are is good they're doing everything fine and if anything wrong is wrong it's not their fault right any problem they have is not their fault but you know a lot of times it is like how do you you know how do you explain some people are happy with very little or they're just like it's really a mindset people People know what they're in control of, and some people, you know, instead of working harder, they make more excuses. This all leads back to things like, you know, people use excuses like, I was discriminated against in this job, but maybe, maybe the reality is maybe you weren't qualified, maybe you weren't talented enough, you know, and that happens all the time to a lot of yeah. good people. Maybe you just don't fit that description, but instead of working harder and getting better, you just go, well, that's, that'd be like me saying, you know, people have asked me, like, have you been discriminated against? I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I probably just didn't get a gig if I wasn't good enough, which is, that's just a reality. Like, I wouldn't be like, no, it's because I'm, I'm a little guy in a wheelchair. Like, nobody's even get. I, I had this conversation with another producer Yesterday, I said, really, at the end of the day, as as working in music, the result is what you're judged on, not yeah, any other yeah. factor. If you're making great records, or if you, you know, if you as a trainer, if you're training people and they're getting great results and they love working with you and you're doing your job, like that's your that's your skill there. So no one will come to you. You like you're you're getting picked or someone's going to pick you on that merit, not on any other thing. Well, to an extent, because if you, like, for instance, what you just said, you got, you got to, you got to have the product. Shut up. <laughs> you you got to present the product. You got to, you got to, you yeah. got to look like you act the part. And, yeah. and so for me, if my physique doesn't look like a trainer's physique, People are going to kind of question whether or not they want to train with me, but not to well, say yeah, that no, there are some education. trainers that there, there are some trainers that actually don't have like what you would consider a good physique, but are still excellent trainers um, and train 
like still are in their profession and make really, really good money at it. So, but I, but I do realize that it is easier to take on more clients when you look the part. Yeah, I get it. That just comes with, but see, but even with that, that should be part of the package of of what makes you qualify. That is your work. That's, that's you showing your work. Like this is my advertising. This is my work, right. Yeah, this is my work. See, and that, that makes sense. And I think I was I was I was wrong to an extent there. By the way, everybody watching that out there or watching this out there, that's how you uh admit that maybe you were a little bit wrong in what you just said. Am I hurt? Has my life changed? No. It's actually improved. Thank you. Exactly. So See? I I do agree with you because actually I'm I'm somewhat of a hypocrite when I say that. I mean it, I think what I what I meant to say it, it it's my old philosophy of, you know, certain things may get you in the door. So your physique may get you in the door, mm-hmm. but do you really have the goods? So it's, exactly. so there is that presentation, but you know, that's why, you know, I've mentored another producer who is also in a wheelchair. And I told him, I've said, look, people are going to be curious because you're, you know, a little person in a wheelchair, but if your music sucks, you're only going to get the attention because you know, like, Oh, it's a cool little person that makes music. But if you really make good music, yeah. then you'll stay in the business. You won't, it won't be a one and done. Like, you know, you see so many well, that, flash, flash in the pans. Uh-huh. I, 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 I mean, was about to say, well, see, and that, uh, that kind of goes back to what you were talking about, about the image part is it doesn't matter until it does. And then what? sometimes yes. because of that, there there can be a discrimination to that. Um, when you say that, you, you don't think that most likely you have been discriminated. I don't know about that. Um, I think, but I think based on from when I knew you back in the 90s to, to, to watching you come up even throughout Philly and then Atlanta, your your image did change. And it actually did, yeah. It, it, the way that you that you portrayed yourself, it might have been subconsciously, but I saw it. I you started to look you started to look the part. You started to, oh, to yeah. look like a producer. Like don't yeah. don't get that twisted. You you did there, there were there are Gucci shoes in your closet. So were <laughs> those things today. Yeah. See? So the image is there. I mean, if you just look like uh like a grunge scrubby dude uh that you used to look like, then people might not necessarily take you serious. Sometimes you actually have to present yourself with an image in order to at least get your foot in the door yeah. or your wheel right. in the door. Well, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I think we're saying the same thing in two different ways, is I'm, I am saying the same thing. That, that can get you in the door. Yeah, but- What I mean, and just like your physique, that gets you in the door, but do you, what'll keep you there is your quality of work. Right is what I'm saying. So, but what yeah, will keep you? But will but will also can can also help you blow up even more. Is the fact that not only because everybody's gonna 
have a sort of bias or discrimination at first. You're like, oh, who's this? Oh, he's handicapped. It's probably gonna suck. And then you present the product and be like, oh shit, he didn't make that. That's happened many and, times. Yes. Exactly. And like, oh shit, this motherfucker made that. But then, if I presented the same music, I honestly think that I might not get the same response. Oh. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's two things working for you. You're well, because it's, a, it's it's a <laughs> it's a it's a low expectation. Exactly. Because then you're like, oh shit. Well, here's the thing. That's why I've always told, you know, um, many producer that this producer mm -hmm. that I mentor, I've always said to him like, you know, that's you have to be wary of that, and make sure that people are working with you for the right reason and I, but you know people aren't gonna pay you to feel sorry for you though you know right. what i mean um so that's kind of how you know yeah anyway um i want to this is gonna be the worst and least smooth segue into this um but you know i wanted to talk about the video you posted yesterday, the Mark Manson, mm -hmm. is his name? Yeah, Mark Manson. Um, I was keeping it Mark Ronson, which is like a guy <laughs> in the band, I think. Um, Mark Ronson is a producer. Oh yeah, that's right. So, but yeah, so this, this Mark Manson video, it does go along the lines of what we were talking about. Yes, very much so. The self-care culture, which, you know, people, oh, dude, like, I, I hear so many people, like, oh, I'm gonna, this is self-care day, it's a self-care, and, I mean, to an extent, that's okay, but it, it, it's such an unrealistic picture of, like, always, see, it's, it's, it, to me, it's like motivational speaking. Mm -hmm. Motivational speaking is such bullshit, or at least like the shit that people used to expect from me or think I would do. It's like, you should motivate. I'm like, I always thought it was bullshit because I'm like, I don't know any of these people that I would be talking to or in front of and go, you can do this. Not being a dick, but I don't know you. Like, I don't know what motivates you. Maybe, maybe what I'm saying isn't going to motivate, is, is not going to, maybe something else motivates you. You know, it's really a one-on-one -on -one thing to really motivate people. And sometimes it's not a fact of like, it's such a, un okay, let me put it this way. It's an unrealistic picture or, or idea to tell everyone you should be happy all the time, fake that you're happy. Just be happy. You should be happy. You're special. You're great. You're you're doing a good job. Like you're like, you know, we all do. We've all done it to other people and said those things. But also, we we also know that when people tell us that, we don't always believe it because we know. Like I'm not working. I always tell myself I'm not working as hard as I should. I wasted time, or I have like. 
I, I was talking to Malia a few weeks ago. We were just talking about life in general. And I said, I never feel like I've done enough. But that's why I do what I do. Because if I thought I'd done enough, I wouldn't do anything. Right. You're like, well, I've done it all. That's that's the singularity. That's the, the idea of perfection. Like, well, now what else? <laughs> like, like, but but doesn't it doesn't it give you I, I to me to me this this self care thing serves as an excuse of yeah. like oh I'm already perfect I'm already perfect I don't yeah, need to you're giving, work on myself you're giving yourself a participation trophy to yourself um, just right. for, well I mean and look if if that's how you want to live your life understand what the consequences of living your life that way will be because you're 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 having higher expectations other than the reality that look i see mark sees everything as fucked i see everything as potential you fuck it it doesn't come fucked you fuck it, it it's a it's a it's a it's it's fucked and it's not and it's unfucked it's I, not, I think it's not that, pre it's not pre-fucked. It's not pre-fucked. It's, it's not like a fluffer and then a fluffer of life and then it comes in. This is this is what you get. And just want you to know it it's been it's been nutted on for the past three days. So mm-hmm. it's really gonna stink. You're gonna have a horrible time with this. But you know what? At least you get one, make the best out of it. That's <laughs> um I think that everything creates potential, but just like software. We have pre-installed ideas and applications, um, whether it be based on our environment, genetics, whatever, things are pre-installed. You gotta accept that. And But the thing about pre-installation, you can uninstall software. And your software are the way that you choose to perceive things in life. You, they don't always have to go the way that it's that that is expected. You don't always have to be sad about this particular situation. You dropped your phone, there's a crack in it. You don't have to go through hysterics and shit. It's it's okay. It, as long as it still works, and as long as you have insurance, you're gonna be okay. So right. scratch that emotion, put that emotion back in your bag. You don't need it, you don't need it. Just see it for what it is and move forward. Hardest thing for anybody to do is to be able to, to do emotional management. Where instead of like just reaching in your back pocket and whatever comes out is and that's usually what we do when we interpret things and we react to it other than thinking weighing the options and then responding um we we have this we we don't emotionally manage things we just throw it out oh this is what i learned to do based on based on these this environment or or this group of people so i'm supposed to act like this because I'm, I'm, I'm part of this group of people, or this is my upbringing, and this is the way, as in the Mandalorian would say. Um, but I'm like, and most people are looking for the happy part with the, with the self-care and shit. But self-care mm-hmm. is, to me, emotional management. It's managing your perception and, and, and questioning the things that you so thought were supposed to be an absolute, but understanding that this world moves and changes and if you don't change with it you only set yourself up you limit yourself like with happiness why is happiness the only true sought out emotion 
when there's so many others that you could fuck with. And honestly, if you just had one emotion, you wouldn't even know because everything would be just Very beautiful. Yeah, then there, there technically is no emotion because there's nothing, there's no contrast. Emotion creates, creates, um, creates diversity. We we think that emotions create adversity in some aspects, especially when we use the negative ones all the time. But it actually creates more diversity because not everybody uses the emotion on the same particular action the same way. Oh, everybody's supposed to be happy about this. Well. Hey, what happened two Saturdays ago? Not everybody was happy about it. Especially me. Because my candidate lost. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah. But at least I mean, he conceded. <clears throat> true, true. Well, yeah, you you, you um, bring up an interesting point in that, you know, always being happy, I think, or, you know, or always wanting to feel positive emotions is, I don't know, like, it's not that beneficial. For one, it's not very realistic. Um, and when you're, you know, you're being told you should feel great, you should feel good, you did it, you did enough, you're, you're enough, like, it's like, you want people to say that you're enough. Like, I mean, the dumb thing is, yes, really you always are but but are you happy with that like you can you it's okay to not be okay with that if you go yeah i am okay but i i'd like to do better or I like right. to do something and by the way it's to to each his own of course if someone's like i am fine the way i am and no room for improvement or no room for this sure okay sure but that's once again that's that wiggle room that's that fluidity that people, you know, once again, when you get that rigid, rigidity, you're in trouble. Big words. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really, think, think about, I remember, think about adults, like when you were younger, people that you thought were always happy all the time. And then sometimes you hear like on the freaking local news or in the paper, like so-and-so mm-hmm. got, got in a, like domestic abuse situation yeah up their spouse you're like what they were like the nicest guy you know and you're like oh wait a minute so you bottled up all those things and didn't let them out or they just did and you you know when because I, I i think it's you know i don't i think it's dangerous to be brooding all the time i think that's very dangerous especially if you're susceptible to that but you you do have to have all of those things, like you, you have to have the negative to push against. It's it's, yeah. it's almost like it's, you it's need resistance. It's, it's lifting emotional weights. Yes, thank you. Like have something. Oh, have something heavy. Like let something heavy mm-hmm. lay on you for a minute and go fuck. Yeah. This fucking hurts, and let it hurt, and then go okay. And then by the way, the ba- the other bad shit doesn't feel so bad because what happens is now when you know the mark manson video he he said everything is a crisis and but that's how it is that's how news is pushed to us now everything like all these little tiny things that really aren't shit and people go oh my god oh my god like i grew up 
in an environment like that where every little thing was a fucking emergency. And that's, that shit is, it's um, paralyzing. Because then you're like, oh my God, you're always looking out for like the littlest, dumbest shit. And then you just miss out on good stuff. Because then later you go, oh yeah, all that stuff I thought was really bad, really wasn't that bad. And I wasted time thinking and stressing it. It's like, um, I, I think emotions are tools, definitely. They're tools yeah. and they're also seasonings. But um, if you give a kid a hammer, they're not gonna build anything. If anything, they're just gonna beat shit up. They're gonna destroy shit. And I think um, put in order to actually know how to use a tool properly, you mm -hmm. have to have guidance. We, we don't get guidance in, in emotional management. We just like, we just copy off of our parents, our environment, our teachers. We, we do this reward punishment, this domestication bullshit. And we don't, we don't even have structure in school to an extent um, as far as how to manage our, our emotions and how to really cognitively see that, oh, I do this, fill in the blank, response, resolution, move forward. Um, we don't have, we don't have that. Um, we don't, we're not given that, that protocol or that equation. It's just like, it's a free fall. It's like, here you go. Everybody take a hammer. Like, what, what is this for? Yeah. Just, just take the fucking hammer. Take the hammer. Everybody, you get a hammer, you get a hammer, you get a hammer. Everybody gets a hammer. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Follow what this motherfucker is doing. And then you, you see that that person, Oh, so every time this happens, I'm supposed to do this. Bam. Every time this happens, I'm supposed to do this. Bam. Where'd that wrench come from? How do you use that? I don't know. It's, it's, that looks too hard. I'll just continue to use my hammer. So then you never actually grow because you still don't know how to, how to use the tools that you're given. Self-awareness mm -hmm. is, is extremely important because without understanding why you do what you do, you won't know how to undo shit. You don't know what you don't know. And you, you won't ever grow. You'll always feel stuck. You'll always feel like you're in a crisis. You'll be manipulated to believe that you're in a crisis because it's easy to lay out what everybody else is doing when, when we do this group think shit. We go back to that always. Group think is much easier to, to manage and manipulate because, well, everybody's going to tell you how they feel especially now, nobody keeps their feelings inside. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Okay, well, let me take this group. You feel that way? Oh, you feel that way? You feel that way? Well, now I can place exactly your, um, your patterns right in front of you every single fucking day. And if, if anything, I can make money off of it as well. Here, this will curve your pattern a little bit. You like that? 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 Heart me. Heart me. Repost it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Repeat that shit. Well, it's like, that's like what people, like, I think, I think, um, posts that are, posts that are showing someone's thoughts, like, I mean, we've all done it, and I've done it, but I, I always, I, I really wonder, I always wonder, why do you post what you post? Is it for you, or is it for other people? to see you in that light.
Right. It like, is it the look at me aspect or is it is it uh look at what I've accomplished. I feel good about that. And and right. you know, I'll just share it with the world. If people accept it, so be it. If not, that's fine too. It's like I just I'd I'd rather when you do it for yourself first, that's so much more important. Like even like I'm some of you may know, some of you may not know that I, I used to do music. Well, used to, it's, I mean, shit. it was only like, yeah, like, like the last thing that I recorded was like maybe five years ago or whatever, but I, I still also perform and shit like that. I at least used to before the pandemic. Bottom line is I love music. Music has always been my first passion and it will always be my passion. But now I'm not doing it to become an artist. And I probably should have had that mindset in the first place, because maybe with that mindset, I would have actually become an artist. But I love to write. Obviously, I love to and to think about the world in different ways. And obviously, you and I both like to see worlds in different perspectives. And we're very witty about how we see the world. And we make a lot of metaphors and similes and, and puns and other oh, yes. poetic grammatical things that some of you guys might have to look up and but for me now once I start recreating music I'm gonna I'm doing it just to do it like I just made a huge investment I I, I forgot that Sweetwater was in Fort Wayne and it, yeah it is <laughs> yeah oh like, you're like oh, I'm shipping from Indiana like oh shit but like I um like I feel I feel really rejuvenated after placing that order. And they had to call me and everything just to make sure everything was verify some things. And um, and once I saw that the order was on its way, I was like, this is gonna be dope and extremely difficult as well. Yeah. The reason why is because I haven't touched any production stuff for a while. I haven't dealt <laughs> yeah. with any programs for a while. Yeah, I know so everything different. has has updated and it's different. But it's and for some for some people it's much easier, but still, I know it's gonna be uh, an unlearning thing for certain things, because we grew up in the complicated eras of like Pro Tools and Logic, and um, but now there there it's more hands on and it's much easier because people want content and people want to put it out as soon as they can. Like I don't want my thoughts of melodies to just be in my head and then all of a sudden. Now I got to figure out exactly how to put that on the computer and on the keyboard and all that shit and how to program it. I get it. I'm looking forward to it because I think people forgot how to how to really tr try to find ways to master stuff. And like Robert Greene, he wrote this book called Mastery and I haven't read it yet and I have it. But I think as I go on this new old journey of recreation, I'm going to I'm gonna read that audio book, or I'm gonna read the book. Or that, to the audio book. Yeah, yeah. No, because I have to, I actually have the physical copy, but oh, I nice. didn't buy the audio book yet, and I think I should, just so I can be inspired to be like, you know what? Most people just want their shit right then and right now, without actually having to work for it. People want to walk before they have ever even learned to crawl. So, and I use that metaphor uh, last amazing. week. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but um, I think I, I think the the importance of, of what I'm saying is that I'm gonna post stuff. I'm gonna eventually post stuff, 
there will be people that won't like any of the shit that I post. And there'll be people that like the shit that I post. But regardless, mm-hmm. like I posted, I posted two, two pictures uh, this weekend and people liked it. Now, did thousands of people like it? No. Do I care? No. I just put it as a as a body of work that I was impressed that I could do. And right. if somebody else was like acknowledges it, that's fine. Even if it's just one person. This acknowledgement of the body of work that I that I put out, whether it be photography, any kind of creative thing, that's all that I need. Because in the end, I'm the one that has to go back and listen to it or or look at the picture. Or, or watch the video, I'm the one that has to critique. I'm my worst critique. And so a- anything that anybody could say, especially if if they're not doing it, I don't give a fuck. Because if, if they haven't, if they're not doing it, then it doesn't matter to me. If they're doing yeah. it, I might, then I might take some constructive criticism. But other than that, I'm doing this shit for myself. People forgot to do shit for, for themselves. Everybody got the look at, look at me attitude because everybody wants to be in some way noticed. And that's fine. We should yeah. always want to be noticed by, but do you notice yourself too? Did you forget how to notice yourself? Well, I think that comes down to, you know, it is, it is post, post what you want to post. There's people that, people that post for a, for a reaction I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if that's your job, I guess, okay. But, you know, post something you want to post it. If it's, you know, it, it doesn't, um, I mean, you don't have to post anything. That's, that's the interesting thing. You don't have to post anything. Right. Um, but when you do, I mean, most people don't think of that, though. I would guess 99, well, I can't put a number on it. But a lot of people just, it, it's, it's really regurgitating things and re and making sure it's almost it's, it's like that thing where um especially before before the internet was even a thing think about people that went out of their way to let you know they were different or you know what i mean we talked about this like a couple of weeks ago or are weird they're trying to prove to you how weird they are or whatever like oh i'm different it's like why can't, you just be, why can't you just be who you are and why you gotta make a point of it like that always annoyed me because why do you have to point out right and by the way once again the hypocrite alert i've been there that's also the way i've changed is when i was younger i really needed people to know these things about me from outward but a lot of that was because of insecurity I want yeah. people to know right off the rip. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not what you think I am. But the older I got, I just, I just don't care. I'm like, I don't care what or who you think I am, because that could be anything. But also, yeah. I'm smart enough to know I don't know what or who you are either. You know, to anyone out and about, like I don't know anything about you, which is a great thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, but that that's one thing that's. You know, especially how funny things have become signaling, like even things as simple as a hat, obviously a particular red hat. You know, I, it's what's funny is that's all I have to say. 
That's all I have to say. Yeah. I could have just said a particular act. I wouldn't even have to say red. Like I said, right. oh, a particular hat will cause a discrimination of sorts. You'd already know. Or whether you're wearing a mask or not. People will make assumptions it, it just as to your beliefs. Yeah. Or your personality. Or, or whether you're uh, or whether you're, you're celebrating the holidays this 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 year or, or not. Or not, <laughs> right. Right. So it, 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 it's it's so entertaining. It's so polarized. It's it's very polarizing. That's where, that's where we're, you know, that's where a lot of issues are coming from. And it doesn't help that everyone is isolated and the only connection they have to the outside world is a filtered system. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one thing I, I never cared for, and maybe this is me being the age that I am, I never, I don't need, I don't personally need companies to have beliefs. What I mean is when, like, if I'm on Twitter, I mean, of course, I don't have to be, I don't need, like, I don't need Wendy's to have a personality. I like their food. I haven't eaten there for a long time. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. they, Wendy's, I don't know if you're ever on Twitter. Wendy's does do some funny stuff because they'll like diss other fast food places. Doesn't they have a personality now too? I think so, yeah. But they, well, they all, they all adopted it kind of mm-hmm. like that model because it's like, oh, it's what, like, I, I guess what, what I'm getting at is the where it gets scary is that certain platforms also have political leanings depending mm-hmm. on who owns it and runs it yeah. and therefore they can censor things or repeat things can get reported and things will go in the favor of the angle of the platform not oh, just not yeah, just it's, an open you know right it's, that's <laughs> people people don't report the news anymore they just they they report feelings they they, yeah. they report feelings. They they cater to people's feelings, and that's why the market of of media has been so manipulative. Manipulative is because of that. It's I don't want to give it, and this is the same went with um like when we talked about Eddie Bernays and how they changed all that up and marketing was changed and now it caters to people's desires other than necessities. You don't just report what it what is. You report what you could feel because. And that's exactly what the news and media do now. This is, you're probably going to feel this way because, and fear is the so, easiest way to control anybody. So, what, what, what night? Because now you'd be like, do you, do you uh, read that sick burn that Wendy's put on Taco Bell the other day? Hey, I could go for a baconator right now. You know what I mean? Like, is that really what's, I don't know. Um, <laughs> It, it really is. And, and by the way, and, and drawing it full circle as we commonly do, it does go all the way back to what we were talking about earlier is e- that emotional maturity and mm-hmm. people keep you in this certain emotional state. By the way, when, and, and the fear slash, you know, um, sad, you know, whatever state, like, 
those things keep you, well, really, actually anything keeps you. It's like the, I always joke about, I said, uh, if my Instagram, um, you know, engagement ever drops off, I'll just get a puppy because that's what people <laughs> do. You know what I mean? It's like, it really is an automatic that's win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I got a kitten. Oh, yeah, hundreds of likes automatically. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's how I know when, if, if you ever see an artist, like a singer or a rapper, and they start slowing down, and they get a puppy. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. not looking good. Not right. looking good. So. Oh man, all this control talk. Well. Yeah. The, it's all. It's all about this, control. The seasons of giving are coming up, and um, we'd like to welcome to our segment of Batometer. <laughs> It's a season of coming. <laughs> season of coming. Um, so this 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 week's episode. <laughs> oh, it was so corny. Uh, but at the same Look, time, so entertaining. I like to let me let me preface this segment of the Beto meter with this. Here's the on the discussion I knew we were gonna have. I did a search. And it did a little, did a little investigation. I honestly picked the worst video that I saw in my research. And the reason I did that was because of what I knew we were going to talk about today. It can't always be good. You right. have, like, you have to be able to see what's bad in order to go, you know what? I appreciate the good shit even more mm-hmm. now because I've seen how garbage yes, yes, uh, adult do. entertainment can be. And this, you need I think contrast. I sent you, I think I sent you literally, it was the five minute version. There is a long version of this, but here's the scary thing. This piece of garbage was the highlight reel of that. This is what wow. they cut together to wow. entice you to watch the video. Would you like to talk about it or would you, I, cause from the beginning I was confused, but I was entertained. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the worst. I don't even know what this is. Like this comes from Amateur Box. That's the that's the channel or the company, the production company. And the title is called "Controlled and Stuff on Thanksgiving." Um, the premise is this girl brings uh, a boyfriend home for Thanksgiving, and um, the boyfriend ends up hypnotizing the whole family with what looks like some sort of masturbatory orifice or like a it was like an anal plug or some kind of dildo-ish thing it's weird it kind of looked like a um like it, it kind of looked like an accordion dildo it looked like a thing. stick ship from like a 1984 firebird oh or yes or one of those but didn't it and, make um, like a turkey sound yeah he, when, when he, he did that, that was like, oh, oh, oh. yeah and so now he's got the whole family gobble gobble gobbling like turkeys and stuff he puts these turkey hats on them um the dad the dad is basically kind of paralyzed at the at the table and then he commences to have sex with his girlfriend and her mom so yeah so the guy the guy that gets invited to dinner basically hypnotizes everyone and bangs the daughter and the mother and the dad is just like 
Wait, the best line. Because the dad's just going, oh, this is a great house. And at one point, this dude, I mean, he could have been fair. He looked like he had enough turkey dinner anyway. He really yeah, yes, he did. Actually, he could have used the exercise, but he did yes. not get in on the uh He should have participated, even though I would have definitely turned it off. Right. Well, see, I thought if he does, it's going to really make me appreciate the other videos I've seen. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. They, they should have put him in there. They so. should have. It really, yeah, it's like little tiny Tim. But it's like, like the big mom's, old, big old the mom's way too voluptuous. She was, yes, yeah, she was old school fake titties. The best, the best line in here, though, I'm probably gonna paraphrase because I was too busy cringing. But at one point, when the guy is banging the mom on the floor right by the dad, he says, Are you, Is that a new tattoo you got? <laughs> he legit said that. I was like, you don't know your own wife? Jesus. Like, when's the last time you guys had sex? It was, it really was the worst. Like, now, here's the thing. Like, why is Only, the daughter having sex with her mom? That's nasty. That's the other thing that got me. I was like, nobody's finding this kind of, like, you know. It doesn't okay. say stepmother. It says mom. Nope. And it doesn't, it's, it's just mom. It's her mom. Like, like the fact that people are like turned on by that kind of shit. Remember what I said about this let everybody have their own shit? Uh, you know. Is that such a bad idea? I mean, is that a great idea yeah. after all? Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't, that's, that's just nasty. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll say. So, uh, I didn't even see any like jello or like, you know, sweet potatoes. Well, maybe they were on the keto and they were yeah. just, they were just eating meat. Yes, protein. they were. Yeah, protein. Yep. Anyway, so, uh, that's why I apologize for it because I was like, this is just, you can't, they can't all be good. That was the whole point I was trying to paint here. So, so here's the question. Good. Here's the question. If that was the only porno that you had, would you Ugh. use it, or would you would you just say, "Let me conjure up something that I've that I know I've already done," and then just beat off of or off of past imagination? You can't go wrong with past imagination. You, it's you really the best can't. bank bank there is. And sometimes, you know what? Give the sometimes you should give the point a break and just have a, a, a authentically past experience spank. Yep, it's like it's like a past life, you know. Yeah, it's like really like imagine if we could if we could virtually go back into our brains into our into our memory bank and then really virtually pull up the experience. Would you want to watch? Point no. Hell no, what you talking about? I'd be like, uh, uh this date, I'd always be like, <laughs> be like, back to the future. Like, once this baby hits 69, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doc uh, Brown, okay. you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Doc Brown eye. Um, oh. Anyway, well, to answer your question, I, I would have to, it would be tough because 
you have one hand doing his business. The other hand, if I had to watch this, would probably have to find like a 30 second window. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was like, like kind of good. Like a doggy style spot with the with the daughter that was, I, I guess, decent enough. I, I couldn't I couldn't beat to the mother because that it's just too much. Like it's it's like, I mean, no no disrespect to Texas, but it's just everything's big. Like everything's too voluptuous, and I, I don't like when humans look like caricatures. So I have to, I have to deny that. I probably, you know what, the 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 promo before it, I would have used that. Yep, <laughs> I would have used that. That would have been much promo better. Right yeah. before, promo right yeah, before yeah, it was yeah, very fast. I would have probably had to loop it a, a few times, but I I used that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving. We don't recommend that one. I'm giving it like a a one on the beat of maybe a two. In hard times, maybe. uh, Like, I'll give it the 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 erection of like when you just happen to like be flaccid but hard, you know, when your dick is like small and hard. I'll give it that. Like, well, it's hard. I don't think I can get anything out of it, but that's what it is. I didn't mean for it. It's like the same thing can happen in front of like Gabe Horn. I'm not really, in, I'm not really trying to like be a part of this. I just happened to glance through the the thumbnail and, and the shoulder preview, and now I got to make sure I scroll to a different thumbnail real quick because I don't, I don't want that in my brain. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that that's just not me. Yeah. The certain things that I won't watch. There's certain things that I will, will definitely just scroll through. It doesn't even it doesn't have to be gay porn or anything. There's certain things that, that I'm, I just look at and like, nope, nope, nope. Too definitely don't want to see that. Exactly. All right. So, well, don't watch that video, y'all. Yes. Actually, do watch it and tell us how how horrible it is. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. I think they, yeah. Let's get out of here. Give us enough of ourselves. Yes, I've given you so, all of me wants all of you. That's right. Even your own perfection. But we want everybody to stay young, uh, stay vigilant, try to try to find some emotional management in your life. Hmm? Yes. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Talk about you. Yeah. Oh, you too. All right. And the person next to you as well. Stay young, guys.